0: 2020 has been a very tough year so far. We know about Australian fires, we know about the COVID-19 virus. But what we are not aware of is the increase in phishing attacks. There has been 600% increase in phishing attacks in the last few months. 50% of them accounting to scamming, 10% accounting to blackmail and the rest towards brand impersonation and business compromise. The current phishing landscape is very scary. And to discuss on the scene, we have two gentlemen, Shiju Ravdar, President IT at IIFL and Bharat Panchal, CRO FIS Global. Thank you so much. It's really great to have you guys. So, Shiju, let's start with you. What's been your experience with fishing? Have you ever felt for one or do you know someone who has felt for one?
1: I think phishing is not a uh, new modus operandi, it has been there since ages and history also has proven that there has been a phishing attacks before the technology was there even. So uh, today when we see the uh, modus operandi has taken into different uh, ways and means uh, uh, through the technology and even through the non-technology but major majority of uh, the Uh, threat vectors are from the technology because there are a lot of touch points uh, on the technology where we don't see the people whom we are speaking to or whom we are talking to. So it is a common phenomenon. Though uh, during this uh, pandemic situation it has increased a lot because emotional level of people uh, itself are down and they look upon any of the lucrative offers or any of the lucrative emails which... Comes with some sort of offers which feels them relaxing and uh, uh, people are getting trapped out uh, during this period the uh, uh, percentage rates are too much higher during this uh, phase uh, because of the situation otherwise it's a common phenomena everywhere every day uh, organizations also see number of threats of emails which are coming in spite of having a uh, anti-phishing tools or much awareness but the genuinity of uh, the phishing attack has become so uh, closer to the reality that uh, good people who are aware of the phishing attacks also misses and get uh, trapped into this, the domain names. And, and for example, the domain names so for the mails which has been sent or the content the way the way mail is being drafted. At times people uh, uh, miss to see the domain from which it is coming it out because the content is being drafted so in real to the uh, picture that people miss it to uh, understand, and it's a matter of seconds. Once you click it, and once you give the data, it has gone. So it's it's not a new phenomena. It has been there in in personal life as well as in the official, of, uh, official organizational or professional life. We keep seeing these sort of trends and modus of it they keep coming in. Only the ways and means have changed. Uh, till this time, we were only talking about the email. Now there are voice. Now there are Uh, letters now there are students coming on the hard papers also so there are different ways which has been taken out uh, on the base
0: oh yeah i completely agree phishing is getting smarter and smarter every day like what's done two years back is probably not applicable today i've seen many organizations getting their active directory compromised just through an email like how scary it is well anyways Bharat, what's been your experience with phishing
2: I agree with the siju that uh, fishing is not something new phenomena and uh, let me little take it further that uh, the first uh, non-fishing attack was done by ravana in ramayana with the golden deer it was uh, definitely a uh, you know best example of a fishing attack which was uh, it was a camouflage thing and that's uh, that's a real story today even when you, you talk about the technology and today's environment where uh, I'm a witness of so many, so many uh, such phishing attack where uh, I can literally, uh, you know, salute to the people, those who come out with this kind of, uh, you know, modus operandi, which is exactly the same because uh, I've been, uh, you know, uh, investigating so many uh, such cases where a uh, logo of company, the signature is copied from some other place. Uh, the placement of later and everything, it was uh, made in a way where, you just cannot differentiate because uh, you know it, it gives lot of similarity of uh, the original one and the one is which is fictitious or called uh, you know uh, camouflage so uh, you know what what exactly the reason here is that when people are trying to camouflage and especially in uh, uh, such a hurryly situation in which we are today uh, people uh, people do not give attention and uh, because they are in uh, they have so many other priorities in head they just ignore certain thing and just fall prey into this so uh fishing is something which uh, you know uh, is not limited to a particular segment of people but uh, as i have experienced uh, uh, top post uh, uh, people sitting at the you know uh, uh, in the power center or be it a big officers or including law and enforcement uh, people they have they have become victim of uh, phishing uh, and the multiple thing like uh, today email is very popular uh, today we have you know, uh, so many uh, uh, data available on the on the internet. So it's not that much cumbersome to create uh, something which is fictitious, but pretending exactly the same like what we have seen in uh, in past that uh, lot many uh, uh, so lot many documents uh, or email gone uh, on the name of RBI. So uh, one uh, once uh, something goes from uh, a regulator like RBI, definitely people uh, do not have that. Uh, distrust on that that name. So uh, one is out of respect, second is from regulator, and third they are in hurry. So all these factors bring together uh, for a person to fall prey to that. Spending that much of time compared to what we are spending today on internet or, you know, uh, so many gadgets, because uh, hardly we used to spend half an hour or one hour a day where we have ample time. So we are spending four or five hours uh, uh, on internet uh, uh, on an average. Uh, 95% people were never ever envisaged to work from home. They are working from home because the situation prevailed. And therefore, that that uh, you know uh, when you're working from home the possibility of uh, you know uh, uh defrauding you become much much higher because you know that uh, uh the kind of activity what you are uh, doing sitting at the office and what you are doing at the home of course there's a, there's a differentiation because the environment uh, uh you know a lot of uh, adjustment you have to do at home attention is by forgetting in multiple things so that's one of the reason the second reason is that people have So much of time to look at each and every email, those who are not, uh, you know, uh, actually IT professional, but uh, I'm talking about the common people. So out of curiosity, uh, they say, oh my God, uh, somebody is offering me uh, uh, 10,000 rupees uh, as a reward. I have to just, uh, you know, fill up some information on Google form and that's it. So that has increased multiple and... I may not be wrong if I can say that uh, the productivity uh, or the success ratio for a fishing attempt from the forester point of view must have gone multiple because what, what I mean to say by this is that okay earlier uh, and uh, that's a real example I must say that uh, I have interrogated uh, so many forester uh, especially from Jamtara and uh, the Devagar area of uh, that part where those who are master in fishing so i've interrogated many of them and one fellow uh, has clearly given me a statistic that sir we attempt on an average uh, we are uh, a group of uh, plus thousand plus people and we attempt uh, at least 100 people a day with uh, fishing call and the success ratio would be uh, two to three a day so Uh, 97 percent fishing call are just uh, goes waste uh, and uh, they do not uh, get any yield out of this i'm sure that in today's time uh, since uh, there's a uh, multiple increase like 600 percent i am sure that the success ratio for products also must have increased from 3 to 20. Because the the way people are falling prey, the way uh, the uh, number of uh, attempts have increased and the attention is diverted in multiple things, this uh, is definitely a current uh, scenario from the uh, phishing perspective.
0: Oh yeah, I personally totally agree with this thing like the pandemic and situation right now has actually increased the attack surface uh, and is letting hackers go wild so for example one of my friend who's working in a travel company he told me that there has been a significant amount of increase in uh, the customers receiving phishing emails or fake emails uh, telling you know get a free refund or get a voucher back or book your flights in the next few few months and so on so the customers who are emotionally drained they are actually uh, going hitting those websites and giving away the details what do you think shiju like do you think uh because of this pandemic because of the situation people are emotionally drained and are giving away their uh, details so
1: the situation has made the people uh so emotionally low that they are all worried about their investment what they have made so for example the ticket bookings what they might have done uh three months back now they are worried how they will get the refund back or whether they will be asked to rebook within one year now seeing this scenario getting extended uh, the people also fear about the traveling so they may not want to travel uh, rather they would like to get their hundred percent different back now if some emails come from uh, in in liner with like uh, uh, the travel company uh, domain uh, fake with that fake domain they will feel much more relaxed that they are getting something different back for which some uh, information which will they will have to fill it back or they will have to uh, put it up the OTP, uh, one time OTP, which they may receive in their uh, mobile. I think uh, those things are making people much more down. For example, today, there are a lot of uh, donations uh, uh, requests, which are coming from, uh, in, in fake, uh, in from the government's name or in from the organization's name or from the NGOs name. They're also, uh, moreover, it's, it's they're asking requesting to do the e-transfers. And uh, uh, we don't know the genuinity of the web, uh, these sites where we are transferring the amount or the account where we are transferring the account. So it's more from the emotional level because people are sitting at home, they don't know what's happening, what will happen next, where this will end, uh, how this will end, what will happen for their uh, livelihoods, what will happen for their uh, jobs, what will happen for their business. So those emotional levels are bringing down the thought process also. Uh, and uh, uh, I think the, the awareness uh, camps are also now not too high in terms of uh, the awareness is more from preventing from uh, the virus, not the real from the phishing virus.
0: Oh, yeah, totally agree. So now uh, most of the organizations are allowing their employees to work from home. So they are saving a lot of money in real estate. But at the same time, what I believe is the attack surface has been increased a lot. So. Like one of the examples, like one of the things I see very frequently in the news is TCS uh, continuing the remote work, a lot of organizations falling, getting onto the train and probably five years down the line, we are going to see a high amount of, uh, or a very high n- number of organizations allowing work from home. So what do you think? Like what, what are the measures or steps that an organization has to take care of before actually allowing their employees to work from home?
1: I think uh, the complete architecture uh, of the way of uh, working will have to be uh, relooked uh, by every organization because till this time the organizations were not really ready to work 100% from the uh, uh, work from home. Uh, it was only planned for some percentage and that to only for a limited period of time not for a extended period that way we are in the stage today uh, also the assumptions through which the systems were built up uh, till this time was having say 10 percent of people working from home but majority of will be there in the office and doing all the monitoring and uh, other aspect of the job where they do in the group not on silos so today the scenario has changed completely Uh, The user will have users and the monitoring team also is dispersed, working differently from different uh, locations, uh, working in silos. Uh, They don't know what their peers are doing, what uh, the peers are monitoring. So they will have to, the organization will have to change the complete architecture of the uh, way the completely the delivery is. It should be on the zero trust first. Uh, how to build the zero price security in within the organization? That framework that will have to be expedited because till this time it was only discussed on the papers or on the boards or on the uh, uh, tables. Now it has to be a reality. Uh, second, the infrastructure also uh, will have to be enhanced. For example, and for for simple example from the connectivity perspective, today the employees also choose their internet connectivity uh, at home uh, for their minimal usage what they used to have but today when we saw this purge in the usage the connectivity itself required a very stable connectivity because you have to connect then you have to be connected uh, for almost eight to nine hours a day so connectivity also has to be a very strongest it has to come from a reliable service providers uh, the uh, one should know what the ips they are connecting to so those sort of uh, smaller things which will have to be re-looked upon infrastructure from organization perspective more on terms of uh, vdi uh, more in terms of monitoring what the traffic is coming in still this time outbound traffic which used to come in inside used to be from the only customers now since it's and customers will only come till a level But since the employees come from different IPs, different uh, locations, different service providers, monitoring has to be enhanced. Someone needs to look upon who the genuine traffic which is coming to the internal network. So those sort of infrastructure will will have to be rebuilt uh, once again. And uh, I think VDI and all will play a vital role out over here wherein secure uh, uh, transportations and uh, the traffic uh, will be monitored uh
0: regularly approved. And what do you think about what are the steps that an organization has to take uh before actually getting modernized or get allowing their employees to you know work from home.
2: Well, so uh let me give one more statistic before uh, I uh, I go ahead uh, on answering your question. So just to uh, in continuation of what uh, uh Shiju said about uh, the percentage. So, uh, you know, uh, psychologically in our country especially uh i'm talking in last four five years the way i have seen the fraud trend 70 percent of frauds be it by phishing wishing sms or you just name it all social engineering and all kind all sort of thing 70 percent of fraud have happened out of greed where something has come as a freebie without uh, you know having uh, uh, any kind of burden on a uh, person who is getting uh, that benefit and people fall prey and give everything because they are getting something called uh, uh, free voucher or free money or free bonus something something and they they just give up everything username password and what not you want okay so that that's one part the second uh, 20% segment is uh, you know uh, defrauded because of out of here where Uh, fear is created uh, in your mind that uh, your account is going to be blocked, your ATM will be blocked, you may not be able to get money in your account or you may not be able to withdraw money from ATM. So, you know, out of fear, 20% people are giving all this. So now, that's a more as a psychological problem then a technology problem I, i'm i'm talking about the common man so there is no technology and you all we all are the techie people we we all agree on that part that uh, you know uh, we have only we, we don't have technology which can identify uh, uh, what I, I was saying that uh, we have only biometric authentication by which one can ensure the non repetition but uh, uh, biometric uh, the, the does not work everywhere so in absence of that kind of technology we, we really cannot determine whether the username and password and OTP and everything which is entered on a system is by the real possessor of that information. No, we cannot. Now, that is a common man. But when it comes to especially a uh, work from home scenario, uh, one thing that it was never envisaged systems and uh, system control, especially on security. If you ask me, a uh, core security professional i would i would never ever allow my environment to be exposed for anybody to uh, work remotely unless until it is very very critical when system is uh, completely down and i want my sysadmin admin not to travel from two hours but he can immediately log in, in my system and do uh, you know the maintenance work and all and that too for a very very specific window in which 10 10 minutes 15 minutes he has to complete the work but with this situation today which has not only changed the lifestyle of people, but which has forced us security professional to think the whole security architecture completely, uh, you know, from the scratch, because it is going to be there, it is going to prevail that in good or bad reason, work from home or from remote place is definitely going to increase and it is going to stay forever. Because uh, while uh, uh, again uh, the, when we are seeing that uh, there are uh, you know bad result of corona, there are good results also which is proven that there is no need to have uh, you know uh, big offices to accommodate seven thousand people in a same building. So all seven thousand out of seven six thousand can work from remotely wherever they are. Still the productivity does not impact. So that that has uh, uh, that is a proven proven use case now where work from home will remain now if that's the case what we should do one zero trust would be a, the biggest uh, biggest requirement today because if if we we, we know that yes uh, uh, we have to provide access uh, for somebody to work remotely we have to start with zero trust and when i say about zero trust right from you know the topmost person of the organization to the the uh, uh, junior most person who who wants to access we need to deliberate we need to think through that why how what this fellow is going to do for which he need access and the hierarchy does not come in picture we should not be emotional about or respectful about uh, you know position and all this but we need to be very very cautious that what the purpose of access and why he want access that is one the second would be a strong governance process would require for managing this because when, when I'm, I'm seeing about the governance you will require to have every stage a uh, uh, checks and balances, like what we see, if we, if you go into a cantonment or military area, uh, you will not be allowed to go straight through the building. You will have multiple obstacle, multiple uh, barricades, multiple gates, like what we see in airport as well. So something similarly, when till the time you reach to a flight, you on board in the flight, you may have to cross multiple gate, multiple checks and so on and so forth. Something similar approach may require now while allowing access anybody and uh, you know who sir want uh, to this uh, uh, the environment and last but not least with the same time we may have to encourage and educate people to report any kind of suspicious that's where uh, i have my own apprehension that people do not come forward and report something which they feel that this is something fishy or something uh, you know uh, not obvious thing we need to encourage people staff employees contractor vendors everybody those who are working with your ecosystem we may have to encourage them to report if they
0: find something suspicious so that's my take uh, on this so let's assume Bharat. once an employee falls for a phishing attack And has their machine compromised? What next? What measures does an organization have to take to stop the attack and minimize the risk? Well, I'm asking this question because, uh, you know, phishing might be never stopped, like in the sense, we can't stop people from falling for phishing attacks. But what we can stop is we can stop or minimize the attack or the risk. So, how do you think the organization should be doing?
2: So, one uh, as uh, as we, we, we spoke earlier also that first is uh, when when you want uh, employee to work from home, uh, I would prefer that uh, you know uh, BYOD uh, and work from home should not be mixed. That's the first and foremost thing. which people have a wrong conception that BYOD, uh, can, uh, BYOD is meant for the environment in which you are, you had full control and you are allowing people to work some point of time. But in today's situation, BYOD may not work. Uh, uh, you know, is that my personal observation? Because uh, in longer term, uh, exploitation uh, uh, can be done from, uh, you know, the smallest uh, uh, windows, uh, which uh, which are not present, we we all have witnessed that uh, in past many a time. So uh, one thing for sure that uh, you know uh, when employee has to work, let the company provided asset because that that's a seamless and you know a standard environment uh, beat virtually also but people are working on the same os they have the same uh, uh, antivirus install they have malware detection protection and they have you know all sort of uh, security tools required and not only from that while we are talking only about the securing from the external world we also need to bother about the internal world as well and uh, uh, with all due respect to all employees and uh, we are also employees but 70 uh, percent of frauds uh, or breaches happen because of insiders so we need to bother about that part as well because while well uh, we are uh, we are talking about uh you know uh, kind of work from home we are looking the external threat only i think that's a miscalculation we may have to think about the internal threat as well and therefore the data loss prevention uh you know the kind of suspicious activity the monitoring on the what the employee is doing uh, what kind of mails are going out you know all these are the necessary requirement which one has to ensure that it is there in the machine or the system with this guy is accessing because uh, as i said uh, you know uh, we controls uh, trust is always good but uh, controls are much better so uh, while we will trust and we will have to continue to trust our employees from wherever they are going to work but control our requirement and we have to ensure that adequate control are implemented In whatever system they are working that is that is something very very important uh, requirement uh, from uh, the control perspective the second one is that you know uh, kind of uh, 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 you you know the confidence what they are bringing in uh, all system not because of their position because of their uh, their role and therefore the role based access control would be much 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 important in uh, current uh, situation because Uh, A little elevated uh, access to a person can damage system heavily and that therefore, Uh, You know, the user entitlement is one part and the continuous review of uh, that access control because, you know, uh, one one risk which I foresee that if uh, uh, churning will continue to happen, new people will come and uh, existing people will leave the organization, but that access revocation and invocation of the access uh, continuously has to happen in real time. Because when you are your person, uh, let's say for example, uh, when a situation is there where an employee is working in a controlled environment in the office, once his or her laptop is seized, as good as access are seized. But a person is working from home, that time till the time his access is disabled from the system, he or she still exists, exists in the system virtually. And therefore, uh, rollback access and rollback access control uh, and the review continuous review
0: would be a primary requirement. I would love to ask one question. So if you have to choose between uh, one of these three, what do you think is the most vulnerable? Is it the process? or is it the people, or is it the technology? <laughs> That's a good question.
2: So let me start with this. The te- technology the always vulnerable. So uh, let uh, people do not have any kind of meat that uh, since there's a technology, I'm secure No, That's the most vulnerable part. Uh, people, yeah, it vary from, uh, you know, uh, segment to segment, where since the entire world is under lockdown and world has changed its dynamic, uh, but uh, again, it vary from uh, person to person. What is, what is the key factor here which need to be tweaked not a little bit largely that is the process the way a process is the is a you know the uh, the bearing ball which uh, rotate across the technology and people and that is how it can uh, increase the momentum or decrease the momentum a process has to be overhauled process has to be relooked. process has to be seen completely from different eyes in current situation and the uh, situation coming forward which will drive a technology which will drive your uh, people let me give an example while what she was talking about the security so far uh, in technology we have maker and checker and that is what the security people were always emphasizing now it's a time where we need to add a process to have maker and checker on security professional also whether they are monitoring correctly whether they are escalating thing properly they're doing uh, investigation of any incident or if they are aware about any cv or poc uh, povc something like that are they taking action in time so you one has to add a layer a monitoring layer on security professional as well so this is one example there could be multiple example so if you ask me uh to prioritize thing first vulnerable is a process where you will have to have a complete uh, review uh, you have to revisit the processes in in a revised scenario second your people are always uh, you know uh, vulnerable so you may have to educate because uh, changing the process and just announcing one email that okay we are setting uh, changing the setting of VPN uh, that is not going to help. you have to educate do hand-holding uh, institutionalized process so if these two are taken care technology will remain vulnerable but with process and people mindset change probably you can you can protect some of the vulnerable technology with these two things
0: well i personally believe that people are the most vulnerable uh, technology can be patched probably a process can be created or patched but people can be can have so many vulnerable spots they they can fall for any attack or anything so what do you think Shiju? Uh, do you agree with Bharat or do you have a different opinion?
1: I think uh, I would always say people is the uh, most uh, vulnerable uh, out over here because today process is something which we define and it has to run through the way it is has been defined there will be no other uh, uh, divisions unless the people think through it. Second technology also is something which is being tuned once it has to run on the way it is has been tuned so unless someone changes the uh, functionality of it. Who changes it? It's, it's people who change the uh, functionality. So every time if you see some or other mistakes which happen, it's not through the vulnerability of the te- technology. Either people miss to configure it well, either they uh, uh, misconfigure it to become more vulnerable. So end of the day the people are the more vulnerable if you see so even uh, Bharat uh, uh, took the example of Ramayana uh, for the golden deer uh, I would say the vulnerable was the human because finally someone who got attracted towards that was the human so vulnerability if you see it's more from uh, uh, the human uh, which plays and awareness will, will is the only uh, solution what is out over here today The way we talk about the social distancing today, it's it's more from the awareness, how does it bring in. Similarly, in the technology process and uh, the the human uh, functions, PPT, what we call up people processing technology, people will be more vulnerable unless they are more aware of uh, what's the uh, uh, worst outcome of the changes or what's the worst outcome of the misconfiguration they are going to do. So it's more from the people, what I would uh, say.
0: Thank you so much, Shiju and Bharat. It was great talking to you. It was a great discussion. Looking forward to have many more or doing such podcasts again and again. Thank you.